I think that's the biggest thing. When I say liberation as well, like for me, it was a uh, like reliving my 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 culture and reliving like my my community yeah. and like everything. So I think it's one of those because we, especially up in Manchester, the diverse minorities that I was able to kind of like chill with. I think it was just brushed past throughout those years. And mm. then liberated queer, I really understood that. Like for me, I love fashion. So I think I learned to really love like Pakistan for, for fashion. Like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chai with Rai, a life and culture podcast diving into the mindset and the business of being a creative. I am your host, Rai, and each week I bring you a guest or a fruitful message from the creative industry, all while sipping and spilling some hot garam chai. Now, if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, or wherever you are streaming this podcast from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast, comment and share it on your stories and social and spread the word. It organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before. And overall, as I always say, it just shares the love. Also, if you haven't done so already, you can now become a patron, aka a supporter of Chai with Rai by signing up on Patreon for £5 or as I love saying it in this accent, $5.50. I will put a link of that in the description of this episode. So make sure to check that out. But as of now, let's warm up our cuppers and let's dive into part two of my chat with Muz and Alia, founders of Asian Persuasion and members of the iconic Royal House of Milan UK and Welsh ballroom community. Do y'all feel like, which is what I'm intrigued to know, and I asked you this question, like people who who look like us, who who are obviously our, our individual experiences are different. And I think we have been through a lot. Do you think we'll ever get to a space where those those things no longer hurt us? Or cloud our judgment or like I don't know, fill that void with something else. If I may, I like to say how I see life now going forward is is who you surround yourself with in a way where you can really block out the world from that perspective. Like I've noticed that with like Washburn and being in like rural spaces like Wales, like you can really avoid that negativity. So realistically, I think if I chose to have a certain clan around me and surround myself with certain people and avoid that negativity, then yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a hope there for my perspective. I like to call this segment trauma bonding because when I was watching your video, I was like, you were talking about like how you've been with conversion therapy. And I was like, me too. Oh no. I love it. Let's all come together. Oh, and when you were like talking about so many things, I was like, me too. <laughs> I was like, I love this. <laughs> How are we going to bond through trauma? I think there should be a night called trauma bonding where we all just get. Do you know what? POCs, a been... podcast yeah. of traumas with QPOCs. Let's go. Y'all should do that. Y'all should do that. No, because you know why? Because then all these theaters and everything steal our stories, uh, and next thing you know, you see like movies being made, and you're like, "What?" No, 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 no. You copy. You you own those rights. That's that's why you do a podcast. Because at the end of the day, you own those stories. So there's like two brown girls who started doing. I think they've got a podcast called Brown Girls Do It Too, and they started creating stories, and now they have like their own theater shows. <gasps> oh God! That like, y'all should do it. Oh, okay. See, you know, no shit. I feel like I've got a laptop and a computer. Who's my, yeah. Let's do a podcast. I've been saying this to a lot of people, but I think I just, you know, 
And if you need a little bit of help, just give me a shot. Like I'll edit your first couple of things for you, or like I'll walk you through it. Okay, work. Just connect to them. Yeah, yeah. Not joking. Do it. I think it's really like we all have fucking trauma, and we've gone through trauma. And yeah, maybe I should do a, a little Kiki ball situation called traumas of the QPOCs. Yeah, like we're not parents to them, but like our siblings sometimes come to us. We have to advise them in a way that like obviously we relate with some of the things that they go through. Mm-hmm. And it's quite fascinating because like these young beings that are going through it and like when I was like what, 18 or like 16 and they're going through that in their 20s, I always find that a bit like, it's okay, you'll get through it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so... I don't know if you guys ever feel like this. I've been asking this question recently that when we were children, were there ever reflections of who we are right now? And I'm sure when we get older, like life will evolve and do things like that. But were there inklings of certain things when we were like three or four of like society, of our identity, of our sexuality and all these things? Yeah, I understand. Like whenever I watch like Hollywood movies and things like that, I always connect to the heroine. And then when I got older, I started drawing myself as a girl like over and over and over again. And then my parents would find out. And then when I realized that I could not show what I was drawing and other things, that okay, I have to be ashamed to what my true passions are. And then it ends up me isolating myself to everything for like years and years and years. And every time that I would go over a cousin's house, I'd lock myself in the toilet. Every time I'd be in school, I'd lunch camp, lock myself in the toilet. And they would just be like, I do not want and deal with people if I feel like, you know, what my true, like, being a fashion is, is not connecting with them. So why would I try and connect? Can I ask a question, which I, please tell me if I'm out of order for asking this, because I'm always intrigued by this perspective, because I can't relate to it. This is not my experience. This is not my world. And I can only inquire about it. So please tell me if I'm, like, out of order for it. Promise? Which is, you talked about transness and i think you said at 12 years you knew if i'm correct in saying this paraphrasing it so for me i was trying to relate that and put it into my own body and my own understanding because for me being trans is beyond the physical right and i was like i don't know what i can relate that to because like sexually i feel like for me that's an evolving spectrum being non-binary that's an evolving spectrum like so many things and i was like i am really intrigued to know what the the physical and the mental and the emotional and spiritual all those things align that like that is that is a mass if i'm not using the right word that's a a really shift change isn't it from like let's say how long you've been so like what is it that like clicks or happens that you're like and therefore I need to take the steps to get to that space. For me, it was like, obviously I I was young and I was very uh, sheltered by my parents and they obviously only the only kind of media and stuff like that I got was from them and from their, like from their monitoring. So when I did come to like, you know, present them with my queerness, they just said, you know, turn to God. And I did, I listened to their advice from my parents and, you know, I just kind of, kept hitting the same like bump in the road i was like i cannot pray away the gay girl like it's just not going away and i think for me it was just like having a moment where i was like i have to tear away everything like family religion it was a lot for me because i just had to be away from all of it for like a good couple of years and it was crazy as well because i was in my exam years as well i was in my last year of school so it was just a lot of things happening to me at the time. Well, I started seeing clearer when I transitioned. You know what I mean? And for me, I never felt like I was low on body or I, 
you know, this body is a mind. I thought this body is mine, but I'm just not going through the changes that I want to see and that I need to see. You know what I mean? Like for me, I've always felt like a, I've always been a girl. People just haven't been seeing it and I haven't had the right tools to express myself. You know what I mean? I've always felt like a woman. Even when I was presented as a little boy, I felt like a little girl because it's how I cried myself and I did. And the reason why I always hate myself is because there I would always have that disconnect with people not getting why I was presenting and just acting and being myself, you know? So it was just like, yeah, I can't be in a mosque throwing away my feminine feelings. I need to be expressed, you know? So... I think when it came to that realization, it's having myself being more free. Yeah. But at the time, I was also in a homogenous hostel as well. So I was around a lot of bad influences. So it was just like, I think when I transitioned, I was in care and then I was in homogenous hostel. And it was just a lot of things happening, a lot of things like, you know, like personally and outside of me as well so and things I could control as well so just, I'm still healing from it as well I think that's why I smoke so much weed mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot it was a lot for me to go through I'm glad that I'm gone through it and that I can actually you know be those girls and those pains that I paid when I was so young you know I have them hanging on my bedroom wall right now and every day I wake up and I get to see them and see the, the manifestation that I created you know so I'm just glad that I made it through the rough patch and now that I'm here and I get to be on stages in ballroom and be given the flowers that rightfully so I should be having. Um, can you scan your artwork and sell it? Yeah, I think I'll start about doing that because he's always telling me to start arting again. I'm like, this is my art on my face, baby, but... Yeah, but you already have some of your past work, so just scan it and get it printed. Yeah. Like, just put it up on Etsy. Like, literally, if y'all have access to... Um, a scanner and if there's medium-sized situations or if you have a good phone just get them scanned and put them up on etsy and then you can do made to order so like when people process it that's when you can print it i just need her to do it that's the only thing you should you do that's the that's the intro to your podcast as well titty shake titty shake titty 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 shake asian persuasion (laughs) guys you know what makes me really happy is like i often come across like so many brown queer people and what is so interesting is like they become so detached from like culture and religion and like who they are like what is really nice to see that y'all are still really attached to culture and you still say like mashallah regardless of if y'all pray or not or like if you believe in islam or shit like that or not like it's really nice that you guys still have that oh thank you i think yeah. it's, it's all it, i mean for me uh, it's how i was raised yeah. like my, i think it's my mom and like, <laughs> we always have to be like your opinion <laughs> <laughs> so for me it's always like that and i think ali has been so kind enough for me to kind of like build that relationship with her as well to have these kind of like bilingual conversations because no shade. <laughs> oh, yeah. How is it that you grew up in Pakistan and you don't speak Urdu? How long did you live in Pakistan? I was not born in Pakistan. I was born here, but I grew up in like a nursery in uh, Pakistan. You know what I mean? So Lahore and Karachi, I was in Lahore as well. Where were you in Lahore? I was in Lahore. Well, I know Lahore. Lahore is a big city. I grew up in Gulbarg and like all those places. So that's what I'm saying. Whereabouts in Lahore? Bilal Ganj for me. So broken to me and everything is because when I did like leave it all behind, I did generally put it all behind and I didn't speak Punjabi. I didn't like hear what I mean. So when we did 
meet again, it was a general reawakening of yeah. culture in Islam, you know? I think that's the biggest thing. When I say liberation as well, like for me, it was uh, like reliving my 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 culture and reliving like my my community yeah. and like, everything. So I think it's one of those because we like even me with a lot of conversations I've had like in high school. I remember all my friends were like white boys, and sometimes when I I, I would like, be rude, it'd be like that like white boy kind of knowledge, <laughs> and you're there like no, that's not right. And then when I got into university and I've been especially up in Manchester the diverse minorities that I was able to kind of like chill with, I think it was just brushed past throughout those years. And mm. then Liberated Queer, I really understood that, like for me, I love fashion. So I think I learned to really love like Pakistan for, for fashion. Like then I started to really like look into the roots where I live, like Iqbal town was um, my granddad's area. Um, Galal Bunch was uh, Galal Bunch. <laughs> yeah, do you remember we'll go with that? Yeah. And then just having to look at the roots where my family came from. Don't get me wrong, it was a bit disappointing from my dad's side. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I think since then, it's just like, you find inspirations from like what we like follow, when it? Like a lot of Bollywood movies that I've been inspired by. Like we both love Om Shanti Om. Yeah. That's like a big movie. That... Big, yeah. No! See? I knew it. I knew you said Asians. <laughs> Why it's like everything, the reincarnation, like... It's like a queer <laughs> journey, yeah. Okay, right, let's ask you. Let's turn the question around yeah. to you. Why well, not? Well, what's my favorite film? Or like, why not Om Shanti Om? Both. <laughs> um, I think like it's a cute film. It's not my favorite film. Yeah, my favorite film uh, is literally a tie between two films. Because I grew up on black and white films. So there's a film called Shri Char Subis, which has the famous song, Pyar hua ikrar hua hai, pyar se hai. So that film is my favorite film. And then there's another film called Ham Saat Saat Hai, which has this song, which is A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. I love you. <laughs> okay. Where's your phone? All right. This is literally what we need to do. And I genuinely mean this because Muz has been trying to get me to come to Wales. It's it's not even a joke. Every fucking time I'm like, oh shit, I can't. I'm on holiday. Oh shit, I can't. I'm working. I will. When I come, I promise you this. When I come, I will cook for y'all. My God, work. Okay. Because I love cooking. So I will cook for y'all. And we will watch at least three movies. We'll watch a yeah. Pakistani film. Have you all seen The Legend of Maula Jat? No. No, okay. So we'll see The Legend of Maula Jat. Okay. Then we'll see a Punjabi film. Okay. Punjabi. And then we'll see a Bollywood film. Okay, stunning. See? Stunning. Pakistani, Punjabi, and then Bollywood. <laughs> we can even watch a Bengali film. We can watch a Tamil film. We can watch Telugu. You like? We can watch uh, all of them. So, like, if you want to, but like, we'll we'll grow. It's just how much capacity do you have? Oh no, the gag is. Long, no, what I'm gonna do? The gag is on the Gilo. I'm gonna get Rahim and um, what you call Amon on board. And you know the um, <laughs> Norwegian church. Like, uh, have a whole event with you, darling. You come down. <laughs> Rame is about to educate on Asian persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is how it happens, okay? This yeah. is what goes down, and this is why, and this is why. How does y'all feel with sexuality, identity, and let's say where you are in the community today? And also, how is it to be um, brown and queer in Wales? 
It's quite fabulous, not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the changes that are happening for the bad. In the community. In the community. Within the queer community as well. Actually. <laughs> well, she's got a boyfriend now, so. How uh, did you all meet? Are they also in ballroom? Oh, my boyfriend, my current boyfriend. Um, well, <laughs> my current boyfriend. Boyfriend. He, we met. We actually met to ballroom. He's like completely opposite of me. He's very, very straight skater guy. Like he's like a lad's lad. Like so very light. We get that. I, yeah, and um, we met through. Actually, I was learning how to skate, and um, <laughs> he was teaching me. And uh, we had this moment where, like, you know, we kind of clicked. And then the guy who, who was our mutual friend ended up exposing that I was trans to him. And he was like, I like that. And he was like, yeah, on BTF. Like, yeah. And um, a year later, he checked the courage to um, ask me out. And um, here we are now. Wait, wait, so y'all flirted for a whole year? No, I actually, we met once. Oh, <laughs> like, not scared like a skateboard, like a skater. Like skateboard and skate, like on the on the bike too. Yeah. Ah, mm. uh, so you basically put on your pum pum shorts and like a leather jacket, and you're just like, uh, like banjo girl brownness. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically um the next ball. What's gonna happen is you're gonna ask him to drive you in. Imagine that entering uh, into it on vroom, 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 and uh, like. But he 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 doesn't really. He's not really a fan of a ballroom. He's I wouldn't say he's not a fan. It's just, I think, because of his heteronormality, whatever you yeah. I think it's just two separate worlds that yeah. I, mean, I to choose to keep separate. Yeah. Like, obviously. it was very overwhelming for him. Every time we would invite him, for him, it was very overwhelming for us because we're, we, you know, we're, we're, we're talking queer, straight. like, straight. Straight. And his only, like, you know, relation to queerness is by just having a trans girlfriend. And he hasn't got any, like, he's not outwardly queer. He's very, very straight, very you know, male, male. And for him to come into this space, it is kind of like a shock for him. I just don't, I wouldn't want him to, you know, like, not feel uncomfortable in a ball for me, you know. So I just choose not to invite him. I get that. I think I'm at this point in my life where I, I view things as, like, I wouldn't want you to change me. So why would I want you to change yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah. um, most who are you dating? How many people are you dating? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's... I mean, what's a how? How is a how? <laughs> That's okay. We we as long as you're being safe. I swear to God, if you bring somebody home and you've got something, I will kill you. Honestly, no shade. I'm a big advocate myself, so I I yeah. do I do stress on that. My uh, big thing myself, like that is a big thing. I think I, I it's something that I'll probably like advocate when I'm like a bit older. But right now, I think yeah, I'm protective. I'm I was in a predicament with someone for like two years and don't get me wrong it's always the balance yeah it's always the fucking goddess um and honestly i think he just finished like a few months ago and i've just been on a like a railing card since i've had an arab i've had an polish i've had romanian enough about the food let's talk about the men uh, <laughs> actually talking about the the, the, the ethnicity zone <laughs> These are the men I'm talking about. <laughs> the men. Not the boys, the men. This is the game section is called. Super 
child, play with rhyme. There's going to be a couple of sections here. We're going to start off with rapid round, and then we're going to go into other sections. Rapid round. What is one thing about a uh, ballroom, the ballroom space, that could do with or without? Me. <laughs> <laughs> it could do with or without you? With, with me. With. What is one thing that it could do without, let's say? Transphobia. That's in ballroom? Yeah, because no shade, some certain things, like sometimes butch queens are way over femme queens, where femme queens obviously originate from, like, you know what I mean? So realistically at the moment, it's that divide, I suppose, in our opinion. No, of course. Um, I like the fact that the disclaimer was there. What's one thing about the queer scene that could do with or without? More safer spaces. Right. Um, without safer spaces, I agree with you. It should be trashy. <laughs> <laughs> without... Funding the wrong um, projects and organizations. Okay, cool. What's one thing about South Asians or South Asian culture that could do with or without? More acceptance with with acceptance without. This is your round. Without, I don't know. It's a judgment. Okay. Um, a great thing about being brown and queer, and a challenging thing about being brown and queer in life in Wales, wherever. The beautiful thing is being very regal and royal. I love that. That's the energy. Um, without, sometimes I feel like the misogyny of my color, if that makes sense. And then with the color is added my queerness. So like I could do without that. Mm. Uh, I think you would like to impart on somebody or for them to take away, either having been with you for like a couple of seconds or been with you for a lifetime. Go for it, darling. Live, work, post. That's what you want people to take away from you, guys. Your favorite thing about being yourself or a creative overall? And what is one thing that you feel like is challenging for you, but you're working on? My crazy head that I have. I am an overthinker sometimes. So I feel like I miss out or I overcompensate sometimes. So I'm working on that right now. I think how um, unconditionally loving I am. I'm like a small child who's like, I love you, let me back. I think you would like to impart on somebody, like tell somebody, but you never got told. It's okay, you'll make it. Like, that, I think that's a big thing to say. It's okay, you'll make it. And lastly, what words of wisdom? You're looking in the mirror right now. What words of wisdom would you give to your mirror self right now? You're good enough. Be no. proud. down. Nice. All right. If I was is the next section, this is going to be the first thing that comes into your head. Dildi, dildi, If you were a movie, what would the original title of that film be? The stories of one royal highness. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the story of one royal highness. Give me, you know, when you look on the website and it tells like a little story about it in like one or two sentences, tell me what it's going to be about. Go. He went from the dungeons to the riches of the castles through community and love and chose a family. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Give me three actors that would star in this. Go. Oh, Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, and Michelle. Uh, wow. 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 <laughs> Give me the title, the original title to track that's going to go along with this film in three, two, one, go. Heated. Heated. <laughs> all right. If you were a drink, what drink would you be? Uh, Red Bull. If you were a food, what dish or cuisine would you be? Ooh, a fusion of Asian, uh, you know, Pakistani mixed with Mexican. Sorry, I know. No, it's it's interesting. Uh, a chicken tikka taco in a burrata. I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a fruit, what would you be? Mango. Dessert. Eaten mess. Color. Black. Clothing item. Hat. Flower and plant. Uh, sunflower. Have you ever, is the next section, have you ever hooked up with a fellow artiste, admirer, house member, or a rival member? 
I've done an artist. I've done a house member. You don't need to explain. You can just say yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to save you by not saying everything. Have you ever flirted to get ahead? No. Have you ever joined the Mile High Club or done anything intimate public? Yes. Have you ever peed while swimming? Oh, yes. <laughs> Have you ever eaten within a couple of seconds of something dropping on the floor or in the bin? Three-second rule, yes. Yeah. What would you rather, cookies or cake? Rich or fame? Rich. Win lots of awards or win lots of money? I mean, awards. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Fairy tales slash mythological stories or real-life stories? Real-life stories. Dogs or cats? Dog. Jalebi or gulab jamun? Oh, gulab jamun. Cham cham or gajar halwa? Oh, gajar halwa. Maggi noodles or nihari? Oh, dal or biryani? Oh, dal. Uh, shan masalas or national masalas? Shan, Theatre or film? Theatre. Well, that ends. You're now getting the £10 Nando's gift card. That's all I'm saying right now. Alia, uh, bring your A game. All right? Sipper okay. or play it right. This is your rapid round. Are you ready? This is like that. I'm sorry. Are you ready? Are you ready? Do titty shake, do titty shake, titty shake, and boom. All right. Three, two, one. What's one thing about the ballroom space that could do with or without? It could do with more non-binary people and it could do without uh, gatekeeping. What's one thing about the queer scene that could do with or without? More with understanding other queer people's struggles and it could do less without cis people coming and being allies. What's one thing the South Asians or South Asian culture could do with or without? Could do without less South Asian and South Asian hate. Because, girl, the Indians, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis will hate each other. And it's like, we all come from the same place. Uh, we could do uh, more with uh, queer acceptance. Nice. What's a great thing about being brown and being queer? And what's one challenging thing about it? About how much culture and how much representation I carry with me every day just by uh, being myself and how much I get looked at because <laughs> the way I dress as well sometimes like I dress like this and I've been bouncing them down and I get stairs so it's like yeah it's good and it's bad I think you would like for somebody to take away with them having met you for a brief couple of seconds or known you for a lifetime moments don't last forever oh I think a favorite thing about yourself, either as an overall creative or as a person, and something also you feel is a challenge, but you're working on. Keeping a cool head without racists. <laughs> uh, what's one thing you love about yourself? My resilience. Ooh. I think you would like to impart on somebody, but you were never told. Don't chase things that uh, are worth chasing. Yeah. Mm. You're looking in the mirror right now. What words of wisdom are you telling yourself right now? I'm a kind bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is quickly. First thing that comes into your head. If you were a movie, what would the original title of that movie be? The Resilience. Give me the description of it. About a uh, woman of color who fights white supremacy and poverty to become herself. All right, give me three actors that would star in this. Me. Um, <laughs> me and me. <laughs> me, myself, and I. All right, give me the title track that would go in this, the original title track that would go in this film. Go. Five, four, three, two. And I'll bring my pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Crash, 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 crash. Give me, uh, if you were a drink, what would you be? Come and come. If you were a food, what dish or cuisine? 
Okay, adopting. If you were a dessert, what would you be? <laughs> I would be a gelatin. <laughs> If you were a fruit, what would you be? I would be a peach. A color. Blue. Clothing item. I ask what is. Oh, okay. All right. Have you ever? It's the next question. A question. Have you ever hooked up with a fellow artiste, admirer, a house member, or a rival? Admirer. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. Have you ever flirted to get ahead? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever joined the Mile High Club or done anything public intimately? Yeah. Have you ever peed while swimming? When I was a kid, yeah. Uh, have you ever eaten within a couple of seconds of something dropping on the floor or in the bin? Dropping. What would you rather, cookies or cake? Cake. Rich or fame? Rich. Win lots of awards or win lots of money? Awards. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Fairy tales and mythological stories or real life stories? Like fairy tales. World peace or equality? Equality. Dogs or cats? Cats. Jalebi or gulab jamun? Jalebi. Cham cham or gajar halwa? Gajar halwa. Biryani or dal? Biryani. Maggi noodles or nihari? Nihari. Khan <laughs> masalas or national masalas? Like national masalas. Yeah. I don't care. Excuse me, it's masala no. <laughs> Theater or film? Theater. All right, these are my last two questions, and we're going to end with this. Everybody loves a rant. I love a rant. You love a rant. Everybody loves a rant. You get thirty seconds to rant about anything and everything you want. However, you have to start or end your rant with what the chai. Three, two, one, go. Okay, what the chai is about uh, these politicians coming and doing research on our community without even doing the research and making all these rules about us and doing all this. Do safe planning things about us when we're not even there to do the research on, and not even asking us the questions. And when they release it, then they do after they release the policies and plans. So, what the chai is that all about? Nice. I like the for accessibility reasons the hand performance that was happening at the same time of everything that was said. So you yeah. got you got you got some sort of showcasing in there. I'm here for that. All right, Muz, it's your turn. What the chai? Interpret. Can you interpret as well at the same time, Alia? If you don't mind, hands performance at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one, go. I can't even deal with the cost of living. I'm so tired of being from there. We just get paid, all right? Like, if you're going to do gigs for these performers and whatnot, we should get paid in time, especially when it comes to organizations. So it would be really great if I would get paid on time because I'm tired of being broke. What the chai is that about? And do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And my last question to you is this, which I would like to leave you with. Um, I'm obsessed with joyfulness and being happy this year and bringing that to other people. So what's one thing that y'all do for yourself that brings you joyfulness? And what's one thing you do for others that makes them feel joyful? Being in this room for brings me so much joy. So <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate that. I've really found getting that private time and going to a pool and rejuvenating it. This year has been really good, and what I love giving is the little quality times that I've been having with a lot of people around. Like I think sometimes we lack when you're so on the go. It's having that little sit down and having jive with someone. You know what I mean? Like we're having jive with you today, darling. So like in that kind of perspective, I uh, I like giving my time to people because they're just needed. I know that's not a valid question. Compliments <laughs> uh, people, uh, especially people who like. So try with it now. So like, especially like we work in the Korean Forum, and a lot of people look up to us. So it's also like giving like you know the love back and recognition back to people who are that's what Korean standing tall in the corners. Something that gives me joy is being around my friends and family and my bad chain. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you never miss out, and don't forget to rate and comment on whichever platform you're listening this episode on. You can also become a patron and a supporter of the show by subscribing for as small as five pounds, or as I love saying, five dollars and fifty cents on Patreon. I will put the information of the artist on the episode and any of the links in the description of this episode, so make sure to check that out. But as of now, I will leave you as I always do. Breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> Namaskar, which means now I must go. That is copyrighted, and I will sue. <laughs> Until next time, stay curious. <laughs>